Going Greyhounds for your daily update of the latest news and tips. Hello and good morning. Welcome to another week of Going Greyhounds. We've got a big show this morning. We'll chat with a number of players as we lead in towards the the city qualifiers of the Million Dollar Chase, which are this Saturday night. We saw four heats of the Nara Puppy Puppy Classic on Sunday night. And of course, going back to last week, the launching pad final at Sandown, brilliantly taken out by Wow, She's Fast. Our first guest this morning is the trainer of last week's Golden Easter Egg winner, She's a Pearl, Andy Lord. Good morning to you, Andy. How are you, mate? Yeah, I'm not too bad. Firstly, congratulations. What a thrill that must have been for you, uh, watching She's a Pearl win the Easter Egg last week. Yeah, it was good. We watched it at home, man, Jody, but um, well, mine and the grandkids. So, yeah, but it was, it was very, very good. Yeah, and how she has she come through that that win? Yeah, good as gold, mate. Um, she was biting the gate the next morning, so it's pretty hard to keep a lid on her. You've got to keep her racing. Yeah, and that obviously we've we've had a look at the fields for tomorrow night. She's she's in tomorrow night. That'll be her final tune up before the semis in ten days' time, I assume. Yeah, Jody decided to nominate her for tomorrow night. You know, like it's it's too long of a break for for a bitch like her to be just sitting around. You know, so. That's it worked out well that she'll go around tomorrow night and then probably have ten days into the into the semis of the MDC. So, and and after tomorrow night, what what will you do with her in regards to getting her prep for for that oh, semi final start? Go up the straight. Um, we got a five hundred metre straight, so we don't really need to leave the property. You know, we can just put her up there once or twice, and that's all she'll need. And personally, I feel like she's getting better every start that she's had with you guys. Do you think there's there is improvement to come with her, and that she can keep getting better? Uh, I don't think there's improvement in her. I just think she's becoming more of a race dog. You know, she's getting used to to doing it every week, and you know why they're sort of biting on the gate and wanting to get out every time there's something happening. You know, she's a very good kennel dog, but you know, if we if we're going to gallop other dogs or something like, that, we've got to muzzle her up because she wants to do it. You know, even if she raced yesterday, she'd want to gallop today. So, I think all that plays a part in them becoming professional dogs. You know, and I think that's where where she's at now. Yeah, absolutely, and I'm I'm sure that's uh, the sign of a good dog that they want to get out there and and continue to do it. I suppose. Yeah, well, you'd be worried if they didn't. Yeah, absolutely. And leading into the series, obviously she was the winner of the Easter egg, so she she automatically qualified for the semi-finals. Do you feel like that's a a massive advantage in that it's it's now only a, a two-start series provided she gets through of course the semi-finals rather than three hard weeks in a row? Oh, 100%. It's not not so much the three hard weeks in a row, man. Your plan is to try and race them once a week anyway, but it's more you know, like You'll find in the on Saturday when all them you know Victorian dogs come and that and they've never been there and you know if they haven't seen Wentworth Park and they could just come out and just cut your head off you know like it because they haven't been there so to get get through to the you know where there's only two runs you know you got the the set, the the one race and then into the final that's that's much better than three you know yeah absolutely and. And do you 
feel any pressure. Obviously, she was a very short price favourite going into the Easter egg, and and she's the clear favourite for the MDC. Do you feel any pressure training the favourite, or it's just business as normal? Nah, nah, never. We never have. It's not. You know, we don't decide the prices, and it, it, that never sort of phases us. We more more or less concentrate on the dog, but having an odds-on favourite doesn't bother me any, either way, you know. Yeah, and just going back to her Easter egg win, of of course we've seen her so many times just burn straight to the lead going into the first turn and she just careers away from them. The fact that she was able to get through that, uh, that I guess I wouldn't say trouble at the first corner, but the tightness of the, the run at the first turn mm-hmm. to be able to explode out of that and then quickly chase down the, the leader and power away. That must give you great great confidence that she doesn't have to completely nail the start to find the front, no. and then she can still win those big races. That's right. The Tamora Cup was the one for me where, you know, you need a real speed dog there, and she never led, and she run a very good dog down. And then in the Easter egg final, to be honest, in the first 30, I thought we were gone because she got turned a bit sideways and... But when she got to the first corner, it's like she aimed, you know, she was aiming. She knew where she was going. She knew there was a gap and she took it, you know, and that's a sign of a good dog. And especially being a bitch, because, you know, bitches get knocked around a bit by bigger dogs. They can give up. And she just doesn't seem to phase her. Just, you know, she just seems to be getting better in that sense as a race dog. Yeah, absolutely. And the confidence she'll, she'll garner from that not getting sort of as you mentioned, buffeted around it by being being able to take that run will only enhance her chances going forward as well. Yeah, it will, and same as tomorrow night. She's got a bit of room around her, so that'll be a good match between her and good odds Gerada, and she's going well too. So, um, But look, as long as we get through that fine and then we've got 10 days to prepare her for the semis and, and hopefully get in the final, you know. Yeah, and is that a, a positive, I suppose, that tomorrow night she has got a, a genuine greyhound that can challenge her? Uh, and just to, I suppose, keep her mind on the job a, a little bit, it's, it would be probably easy that if she's out by 20 lengths or something like that, as a that's probably a, a little bit too far, but rather than being so far out in front, she'll have something there to, to really make her work. Is that a positive oh, yeah, or, or a negative? They need to race. I mean, that's part of part of what we do you know here in australia we you know normally we have full eight dog fields and um over in ireland they have six dog fields and i've noticed a lot in adelaide and they've got four dog fields so having a smaller field and you know being able to race another good dog yeah like it does not to say that the others don't have a chance but i mean if them two get to the front early well it'll be between them two you know yeah for sure and of course, where she's fast won the, the launching pad at Sandown last week, and there's been a bit of talk subsequent to that about a match race between She's a Pearl and where she's fast. What are your thoughts on that? Would Is that something that would interest you uh, in the future? Uh, not really. We, we Look, we're not interested in racing for ribbons, and I don't see the benefit of having match races. I mean, there's horses for courses, and... You know, if Wowsie Fast wants to match race, they can come to the MDC and hopefully we can match race in the final with eight dogs. 
you know, I was reading an article this morning that said that they're going to bypass the MDC and concentrate on the Sapphire Crown. So we won't see her. So uh, uh, for now... Well, we it, might see um, She's a Pearl in the Sapphire Crown, so... Well, there we go. We might get we might get the match race that I guess everyone probably desires. But I think if under race conditions, I don't think Wow She's Fast could go with She's a Pearl. That's only my opinion. No, though. I just have the opinion that you know, match racing should be with eight dogs, not two dogs. I mean, I just don't see the benefit of it. It's not not for me, you know. Yeah. Well. I guess with with a greyhound like she's a pearl, it, it it doesn't really matter because she's so good at box rise and and she's going to win more often than not. So she's the favourite clearly going into the series. She'll have a final tune up tomorrow night, and then all systems go for the MDC. Good luck, Andy. I'm sure she's going to be very very hard to beat in in whatever semi she gets drawn into, and then if she gets through into the final the following week. Good luck. Thank you. There we have Andy Lord, who prepares the Million Dollar Chase favourite, She's a Pearl, uh, currently around $3.50 on the tab. We'll head for a short break. On the other side, we'll chat with Jason McKay. On Sky Sports Radio, let's get back to Going Greyhounds. Welcome back to Going Greyhounds. We're now joined by Jason McKay. Good morning to you, Jace. Thank you, Matty. Yeah, thanks a lot, mate. Touching on the MDC, Zipping Maserati, you had qualified through the, the the final at Maitland last night. How he, has he come through that run? Yeah, he got through no problems at all, Matty. So his run was OK. He just got tightened a little bit in the back straight. Well, the seven come down on him a bit and took his momentum, allowed the leader to get right away. Probably got five or six in front and it's too late. He got beat three quarters, but his run was nice and we'll push on now and see what happens the next round. And I, I remember speaking to you at Dubbo when he was he was first up, and you said he had a couple of small little problems, and he just went off the ball a shade towards the end of last year, start of this year. But you've got him back towards his best. Um, you just mentioned he didn't have a lot of luck at a critical stage last night. Do you think coming back to Wentworth Park and that extra seventy metres or so is only going to suit him much better? Well, I think that's his go now, Matt. He's over the juvenile stage. He's a mature race dog now. He's two and four months. He's ready to step up and see what he's got. He's had enough start. His experience is good. So we'll get him back there, Matty, and saying that too. He's going to have to get around the 29.6 to be um, up there with the better ones. And I think that's what type of dog I've got this time back in. So we'll see. We'll just we'll get back there and have a look how the race pans out and work it out from there. And, and going into a semi-final with him, do you have a preference on on where you would like to draw with him? Uh, preference sort of don't matter as long as he begins, but he, he's fixed his box manners, Matty, too, which is good. He was a dweller before. He tried to come off the back of the lid, and that can be sometimes for problems. Well, now he wants to get set now, and he's making himself a pretty consistent beginner, and that's that's all he's ever had to do because he's had the ability. But, Matt, we're going to throw him around Sadie and an eight-dogger there when he just to get him back to Wentworth Park in the kennels, in the boxes, and see how he goes, Sadie. That'll give us a guide about the run off of the semis then yeah yeah very good and then uh and then and then going forward he'll be he's already qualified through to the semi so a tune up this week and then and then all systems go into the the semis the following week tonight at gosford uh you've got three that are are looking to qualify through the series there fantastic raven opal model and zipping lopez we'll start with fantastic raven 
What a bit she's she's been since she's arrived in in your kennels, of course, runner up in the uh, the country classic at Dubbo, and then and then placed in the the Easter egg. She's as her name suggests, she's just fantastic, isn't she? Well, I agree, Maddie too. Form wasn't flash. She was just down in confidence, and a few little things wrong when she was racing in Victorian. She's like the change of scenery up here, mate. And she get every run. You just know what you're going to get from her. Matt, she gives the best. Even if she don't leave this day and age, she's got a bit of sterling in her legs now. She can sort of find the line a bit. So, been a great little bitch. You wouldn't mind a couple more of them coming this way. But we'll just see. Just a, I think that the winner's going to come from four or six tonight. That's just what my gut Perlin's telling me. But she can't miss it like she did last week. The Yukon girl of Sam's coming out lovely. And when you watch the tape, she the world might be. can give her a couple of lengths straight away. You can't do that, you know what I mean? Yeah, particularly when the the winner's running twenty nine, twenty nine ten, it makes it a, a pretty pretty impossible. How did she handle the the quick backup? It was only three days from the Easter Egg final into that heat. Do do you think that might have been a reason why she was a touch slow to begin? No, I don't matter. I just I'm, I'm very happy with her recovery. She the the backup she fit, so there was no problem there. Um, just she just got it wrong. She come back from a couple of goes at Winnie, and and the trips are different. Whatever track you go to, and she just got it wrong. But she's pretty good this thing. Most times she gets it right. So just last week going through them boxes and going back seven days later, she might get it right tonight. It'll be a real good race if she gets it right because she'll be up pushing for the lead straight away instead of trying to get around and giving them a start. So we'll see, mate. It's all about the start, like most races. Yeah, for sure, and I'm sure if she does begin well, she'll be right in the race. Opal model uh, drawn drawn off the track tonight. That suit her? That's gold for her, little Opal model. She's no superstar, but honest and, and full of heart. But she ran her best ever race last week, 29.37 or something. I think she ran that, but Maddie, she's got to have wide to be a chance in any race. She's probably she's capable of being the leader, I tell you. Four and six had to come together or miss that she could find herself in front and give herself a chance, yeah. And, and just t- going back to Fantastic Raven, of course, you've got Opal Model drawn on her outside. Th- that must m- that must be a positive, of course, for Fantastic Raven as well, having Opal Model who will stay away from her in that run of the first corner. Yeah, are going to allow a bit more room for sure. You just know what you're going to get with Opal Model. She's not... Off the inside, she'll want to shift more, but off the outside, she, she'll stay in a straight line or shift a little bit, but she definitely ain't going to come in, which is, like you say, is a bonus for fantastic Raven, yeah. And then on the on the flip side, it possibly a negative for, for Zipping Lopez, who's drawn outside of her in box number eight. Yeah, not ideal draw for him, even though the seven's there. It's just not great out there when you dwell where you're going to find yourself. You're going to be four and five wide. You're going to be seeing a lot of bums, so... He's going to have to race for luck. He's, he's promising dog, Lopez, but he's, he's going to have to find a run somewhere. I'm not sure where that's going to come from. Yeah, especially from from out there at Gosford. If, like you said, if you're a little bit slow to begin out there, it's it, it's very very difficult. Of the three, uh, what would you consider your best chance? Fantastic Raven. Yeah, I'll have to go Raven. Just to, what she's good at, Maddie. Why she's won all the races. She pings the lead. She got it wrong last week and. She's had enough experience now to get it right this week. So if she begins, it'll be a real good race. Yeah, I'm sure it will be. Well, it'll be... Well, one, you've got Zipping Maserati already through, but it would be terrific for the series if you can get one, two, or even uh, in a perfect scenario, all three 
qualify yeah, through that, that regional final at Gosford tonight. Good luck, Jace, and I'm sure we'll chat again soon. Thanks very much, Matt. All the best. Cheers, mate. There we have Jason McKay, who's got zipping Maserati already through to the Million Dollar Chase semi-finals, and he'll have his last chance tonight at Gosford with three runners, Fantastic Raven, Opal Model, and Zipping Lopez. We'll head for a quick break. On the other side, we chat with Michelle Sultana. On Sky Sports Radio, let's get back to Going Greyhounds. Hello and welcome back to Going Greyhounds on this Tuesday morning. We're joined now by Michelle Sultana, who's got a number of runners through to the Million Dollar Chase semi-finals. Good morning to you, Michelle. Hey, Matt. How are you going? Yeah, I'm not too bad. Firstly, congratulations training the Quinella of the Gardens qualifier on Saturday night. Well done to you. How are both of those runners come through their, their runs there on Saturday? Yeah, good. They've pulled up. Yeah, they've pulled up fine. No problems. And going into that race, of course, Connections was was a, a very short priced favourite. Were you, you're super confident that he was he was right at his top? Of course, he ran very fast time there. He did. He's just getting better and better with a little bit more work into him. So um, yeah, we just we were just hoping he stepped the way he did, and yeah, off he went. And I was just looking going through his form. Uh, before before this show started, and I noticed away from Wentworth Park, he's he's unbeaten. He's never been beaten away from Wentworth Park, but at Wendy, he's he's only won two or five. Does that hold any concerns leading into the the series there next week? No, not really. Like with the Wentworth Park runs, we were in and out of injuries, and he's had time off, and we just yeah, we just needed to get some consistent work into him and pretty sound to get the best out of him and. Thank God at the moment, yep, everything's going good. And going, to, and obviously he raced the other night. Is the plan to to build him into the series now to just go through without a run before then, or is there plans to maybe give him a, a start this week? He'll have a trial down there, but, yeah, no, we won't be starting him before the semis. Yeah, very good. And do you have a an ideal box that you would like to draw with him? I know a couple of times at Wentworth Park, he has drawn off the track when he's been beaten. Yeah, I think he's only had eight down there. But, yeah, no, we'd we'd really like one, two and three. Yeah, that would make things a, a lot easier, wouldn't it, drawing closer to the inside where you're not trying to, to burn burn everything, yeah, burn everything right. from yeah. out wide. Every time he's sort of from the outside, he still he has to push that little bit extra to cross and just doesn't seem to sort of be able to do it if there's a little bit of pace in the race with him, so... We just, yeah, we want him down near the rails. And Space Girl, who was runner-up to Connections at, at the Garden, she's qualified now. Her her best chance, of course, of of winning is just to be able to find the front early. Yeah, look, she, she's got a lot of early pace, and she does like it down at Wenny. Um, with her first sections, you can see that. But, yeah, we just, yeah, need to get her sort of close to the rails as well. And a nice little easy semi would be nice. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to uh, suggest anything, but I think the semis might be quite not so not so easy. Although in in saying that, if you all it takes is getting the the right semi and you and away you go, you get a semi where there's not a lot of speed, and we know how fast she is. And yeah, in, and in those just, races, I think improving every week with every run that she has. So yeah, just fingers crossed with her down there. Yeah, and Fernando Hunter coming through the. 
the series uh, qualifier at Gunnedah. He ran second there. How's he come through that run? Yeah, look, he's he's pulled up okay. Um, we're just going to wait till the semis with him as well. He'll have a little trial down there soon, and yeah, we'll go from there. Now we're—I must admit—watching that race, I thought he would win going down the the back straight. We're, was there any disappointment that he couldn't get past casual glance or you were still quite pleased with his performance? Oh, look, you can't take any credit away from casual glance. Like, just It's an enormous dog and and they would have been highballing down the back. I'm not sure if the dog actually came down on him around that bend up the back and sort of put him off a little bit, but um, yeah, it was either one for the, for the winning post and casual glance just got there, so... Nothing you can you can't change the result. Yeah, that's right. And if there's one positive with him, is he does love Wentworth Park, even though he yep. he he he's been devoid of a lot of luck in in box draws. There, he he always seems to draw the middle at Wenny Park, where I'm sure leaning into that, you'd love him to to draw box one or two. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and. I guess I think most people know now that he's raced uh, by champion jockey Brenton Abdullah, who I believe is also a part owner of Connections. How's his excitement leading into the, the, the semis next week? Yeah, Brendan. Yeah, he's very excited, all ready to go next week. So, yep, he's a great guy. Yeah, absolutely. And he's had, he's had a big autumn carnival. He doesn't put any... Any pressure on you guys, I suppose, to be able to replicate what he's done in the saddle? Nah. So he didn't get the win on the weekend, but I'm sure Connections win put a smile on his face. Yeah, absolutely. He uh, he he he's very fun to watch when when his his greyhounds he, when his greyhounds win at Wentworth Park. I remember when Fernando Hunter was in a a close photo finish, and I happened to glance down at him just before the result had come up, and. He was he was a nervous wreck, and uh, when the number went into the frame, he went berserk. So it's yeah. it's great to see owners uh, like that cross coding, I suppose, and and enjoying the greyhounds, and hopefully yeah. there's and more. And I think of it. that was his first win down there too, so that was more exciting for him. Yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, yeah, hopefully there there is more of it in the future. Well, good luck with all your three qualifiers in the MDC semis next week, Michelle, and we'll chat again soon. Okay, thanks, Matt. There we have Michelle Sultana, who will have a pretty nice hand going into the MDC semi-finals next week with Fernando Hunter, Connections and Space Girl. What's going to be a big Saturday night this week at Wentworth Park. There may be five or six of the city qualifiers. I believe the top three will automatically qualify as well for the semi-finals a week after that on the the Friday night, I believe the semi-finals are. So it's going to be a big night this Saturday, top three to automatically qualify. That wraps up today's Going Greyhounds. Hope you find many winners and we'll chat again soon.